The United We Stand podcast is brought to you in association with Red Army Bet. We all follow United. Red Army Bet, the only bookmaker committed to sharing 50% of net profits with United fans. Welcome to the latest United We Stand podcast. It's post-match after United have just beaten Brighton by two goals to one and uh, extend all this all record to seven straight wins as United manager and officially make him the greatest manager in the club's history. Um, with me today, I've got uh, Ant Shaw, uh, Stu Edwards, and the birthday boy, Anthony Bloomer, who's celebrating his 47th birthday, is it today, Bloomer? It's bad enough 33. Is it for 33? Well, we were actually having a conversation before, just actually working out your age, and we basically decided you were somewhere between 14 and 64. Um, but yeah. The only man ever that can get an under-16 ticket. We're going to try and fill, uh, fill half an hour of uh, our uh, expert analysis uh, on the game anyway from today. Uh, but just before I touch on today's game, we've obviously not spoken since the game at Tottenham, uh, so I want to have five minutes just talking to you guys about that. We... Obviously, all thought that Tottenham was going to be the real acid test for Solskjaer. You know, we'd had a, a pretty favourable run of fixtures and obviously going to Tottenham was going to be the one where we felt, you know, we were going to perhaps come unstuck. Um, certainly for the first 45 minutes, um, was as good as we've probably seen from United for a long time, Ant. Yeah, definitely. And um, I, I just thought it was really nice to see United competing against the team and not competing in the sense where we, you know, try and shut up shop and hit them on a counter-attack. We, we tried to play football against them and it was um, whilst we, we caused them a lot of problems with counter-attacks and we tired a bit in the second half I just think we've got to a stage now where a month ago it looked like United needed 89 players and now it looks like we need 2 or 3 um, I'm not under no illusions United are, are still <clears throat> you know a bit off um, challenging in my opinion for, for the league but you're starting to see the positions that we need to change like if I had a conversation with um, somebody three weeks ago they'd be saying we need a right back centre half we need a centre midfielder a left winger and a striker <laughs> and now it's more you know we're starting to stand out that we need a centre half in my opinion um, especially with the balls into the box and also um, I would like another midfield player but in terms of the strikers it's given the forward players it's given a new lease of life Stu, um, obviously the second half was quite difficult and we did have the keeper to, to thank. But I mean, Tottenham were obviously a good side, you know, they were always going to come back at us. But uh, you just took that sort of performance, weren't you, before the game? Yeah, it, obviously, first half, again, we were great. And who knows what it was to do with, you know, second half. With Tottenham just, they, obviously, they went up at least a gear. Was it the case that we come back after four days in the sun? I'm not quite sure. Even Solskjaer probably doesn't know that. So give Tottenham, obviously, a lot of credit for the second half performance. Uh, I thought the goal was absolutely brilliant world class in any team in any country the pass and the finish and uh, you know they were calling the, the keeper to a certain degree but again he's a, he's a World Cup winning keeper and he could only put it in one place and that's what, literally where he put it just inside the post so it's a you know, really really good finish uh, but second half we certainly rode our luck and, and you know Tottenham games have always been down the years you know open games and almost like cup games sometimes uh, and I thought that second half another day it could have ended up 4-3 to either side because we had chances as well especially first half and uh, you know a lot's been said about the, the 10 or 11 saves De Gea made but I think I would have been very disappointed if it had been beaten by about 9 of them for being honest uh, he rightly got the plaudits but there was some pretty poor finishing as well weren't yeah, from, yeah. from players you wouldn't expect that you know, we, Harry Kane's arguably the best striker in the world so yeah. we did ride our luck a little bit I don't think you should get man a match just for making two very good saves because I said the other, the other seven or eight were, were pretty routine and just because he made 11 saves that doesn't make him man of match he's, he's a goalkeeper he's meant to fucking catch a ball you, you are in man notoriously out to please anyway do you know that <laughs> uh, Blue Met um, there was a lot made um, before the game about about Pochettino it was obviously from a lot of United fans he's, he's 
their first choice uh, to yeah. take over in the summer. But you could argue that Solskjaer tactically outsmarted him in that first half. Yeah, he did. He did for that first half. I thought for an hour we were absolutely brilliant. I'm, but I'm not taking anything away from Spurs either because I thought they were really good. It was a good game of football, got, wasn't it? Uh, was it was proper two good teams going at it, and that's what you want to see. But I, I don't, I don't think um, people should be getting over going over the top about the managerial situation. I really don't. You've got to keep on the ground with that. Just because he outsmarted him for 45 minutes doesn't mean we have to permanently appoint him as manager. Pochettino's still a good manager for me, so I don't know why... Just, just, a, point, just a point about Pochettino, because mm. he ticks a lot of boxes for United in terms of his style of football, he gives mm. kids a game. Um, didn't cost him much to build that team as well, which I'm sure will appeal to the hierarchy at United. But is there an argument now that he's built a great team, but is there an argument now that that team's underachieving? Because for me, on paper, that team should be challenging... For with the top two for me? Um, no, I don't. I don't. I don't think um, he's not spent anything, has he? And you know, he's he's keeping up in terms of league position in in third at the moment against two that are setting new records, aren't they, in terms of points at this point? But um, I I just think he's got a really difficult job, and I, I think he's daft not to take the Carling Cup seriously like he has do, hasn't done in the last few years. Same with the FA Cup at times. And I, because they really need a trophy, he don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're a bit in that Liverpool territory, aren't they, where they have yeah. to win a trophy, don't yeah, they? He realises now they have to. Two years ago, if he'd have had the run in the Europa League that we had, then he'd have won a trophy. It's just um, we we were playing Celta Vigo in semi-finals, and it, winning that trophy is not impressing anybody, yeah. is it? They've not got the, the I don't know collectively the individuals that you know until you win a, a big trophy, which that group of players haven't. And I think, you know, even so last year when we beat them in the semi-final, who knows what happened against Chelsea in the final. A bit of a dull game, but Tottenham against Chelsea. But until they win that, either FA Cup or obviously bigger than that, um, that's when you see a team grow, don't you? And they've not got that collectively. They're great individually. And Kane's definitely, you know, one of the best strikers in the world and all the rest of it. Ericsson, you know, defence is solid, decent goalkeeper. So the, the one to 11 is probably... Yeah, it's the squad for me. After City and maybe mm. after Liverpool, at this current moment in time, the best in the you league. You say that, but we've got, they've got Eric Dyer, who's a centre midfielder. Mm. He's not been playing, though, has he, to be fair, recently? Well, even worse, then. Who's, who's, who's <laughs> playing instead of him? It's a squad, it's yeah, squad issue yeah. for me. If they, had, if they had as big a squad as... And they spent a bit like Liverpool and City. I, I think they'd be up there personally. I think he's he's done a brilliant job with this, considering what he's got in front of him as well. And I think you can't you I'm can't sort of deny like that. To a point with this manager thing, though. I mean, when when it first happened, I thought it's a good good idea to take our time and appoint somebody as a caretaker, and not just as a caretaker, but somebody who can get you know the club's values back and get the players having a bit of pride in the shirt again. But I think it is becoming a bit of a um, an issue now with in terms of we're 50-50 aren't we a lot of us and I, I, I think whichever way United go I think that we are going to lose something I think if we go with Solskjaer I think we might lose um, somebody who can coach players very well and also well, this is the thing but also I mean if Solskjaer does yeah. do a good job but doesn't get the job Pochettino's on hiding to nothing then straight away isn't he he's yeah, under yeah, a lot yeah. of pressure but I've seen Pochettino's i seen Spurs last year after spending nothing go to Juventus and I think they should have won the first leg I know they lost at home to, to Juventus but I thought they were absolutely brilliant and I think we're going to lose something tactically if we choose Solskjaer but at the same time I think we might lose some of our identity if we choose Pochettino so well, it's interesting I, you say that because yeah, cause yeah. I thought I wrote something similar in a magazine that, um, for this, this month as well uh, but Gary Neville uh, put it far more uh, 
emotional than I did. But he, he was right in saying that the next manager, forget your own philosophies, forget what you've done in the past. The most important thing is you come in and play the way the fans expect United to play. Yeah, yeah, because that's yeah, what Solskjaer's yeah. done and that's what he's got the fans on side most, yeah, yeah. most in the back. Um, just before I'm in danger of turning this into the Spurs We Stand podcast, um, we will come on to today's game. A performance I think that could be best described as patchy. Um, but before we go on to the game, what do you make of the team selection today? Because if Shaw, I think Shaw must have got injured in the warm-up he because did, yeah. he was, yeah. that would have been an unchanged United team for the first team since about 1942 or something. Um, it, Solskjaer, has he managed to do something that Mourinho didn't do in two and a half years and that's already found what he thinks is his best eleven? Yeah, play, the players are far more confident, aren't they? I mean, there's absolutely no, no chance on earth if you'd have seen Marcus Rashford do that, you know, two, month, two three months ago. And um, they, they just they look like they believe in themselves and they look like, um, you know, he looks like he's enjoying himself so much, doesn't he? He looks like he's entering the pitch and he's, he really fancies himself mm. to score. You could even see it in, like, his running style and mm. the way he's barging into players and... You know, I, I'm I'm really um, happy with how that's going, and I think the forward players are benefiting the most. I, I was I was initially a bit upset about the starting eleven simply because <clears throat> I felt with against a team like Brighton, which we'll come on to in a second, and I think I, I, I didn't realise probably how good they are. Solid mid-table team, big team, physical team. But before the kickoff, I was thinking if Mourinho would have put Matic and Herrera again out at Old Trafford against a Brighton of this world, he would have got slated for it. Uh, so I was a bit miffed <clears> about that. But then Fred's nowhere to be seen again. Sanchez didn't even warm up. So he, he just seemed to be going with the same sort of like nine or ten players. Um, the difference with that is, though, is that Pogba <coughs> plays further up the pitch, doesn't he? Yeah, and he did. Yeah, yeah. 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 And he, he did today, but it was, it, it was a bizarre, like you said, I think the word patchy is spot on. Blimey, surprised not to see Lukaku start today. I thought it would have been a tailor-made game for him today. No, I'm not surprised at all. No, <laughs> no. You've, got, you've got Rashford who's in form. Martial looks pretty good today as well. He was, he was lively in that, so... I wouldn't change the forward line. I think Stu's got a point with midfield a bit. Yeah, like you said, Mourinho would have got a pacing for that. Personally, I, I do believe that. I'm not not defending, but I just think it's the truth, pretty much. It wasn't a great performance today, but it, again, is there an argument today that Solskjaer touched on this, and that was the reason why he went to, to Dubai about United's fitness. Because I know that people were saying, obviously, Tottenham was so much better last week. And again, today, United after 70 minutes today, I thought we looked flat on our feet again. But it's a possibility, but I think we we got used to the, the the running stats before with Mourinho and the running stats after. They can't be ignored, can they? No, nope, and it's, a lot of people have automatically assumed that that's because you know um, they've automatically assumed that they're starting to try harder. And I don't think that's the case, me. I think mm. it's the case that they're allowed to leave the position when they've not got the ball. You know, so they're they're actually running into gaps that they weren't allowed to because they had to keep the position. So I, I just think that, you know, they're probably used to running less. So whilst that doesn't necessarily mean they're unfit, it, it does mean that they're running more now and as a result, they're probably getting tired. Pogba's definitely running more. There's loads more yeah. effort from Pogba today. He was flying mm. in. Mm. I've seen him sprint probably for the first time in his career. Well, that's, that's a prime example, though. He's allowed, <coughs> he, he only told you after the Spurs game that he's allowed to get into the box now. So I, he's, he's bound to move I wouldn't yeah, read yeah, too yeah. much, wouldn't we? Because yeah. I, I did think that <coughs> Brighton played pretty well. So I think they would have, they would have caused They're a lot of teams' team problems them, today. I, I, so I'm quite I'm, a big I'm side, not, aren't yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah. taking anything away from that. But I think it was just one of them games, really. And you, it was going to be a bit of a struggle. Especially when yeah. you've got um, two centre-halves, in my opinion, that yeah. struggle aerially. I mean, I, th I think Lindelof's <coughs> coming on leaps and bounds for United. But 
I just think um, he'd really benefit from having somebody uh, next to him. Who dominant centre-half. Yeah, yeah, dominant centre-half. He does need a sort of village player, doesn't and he? When, um, when we played him in August, Glenn Murray and caused him and Bailey all kinds of trouble, didn't he? And you can see he's like running out of his way to barge into him and... You know, so I, did, I was impressed with him. Half Murray, didn't yeah. he? That's, that's all he does. He, get, he goes into people and give away three or four free kicks. But I don't think he, ever, he never lasts 90 minutes, does he? He always goes off for 70 minutes. But they are an muscle, a muscle side. And I, I was actually shocked about how big a side they are. They all seem to be six foot plus. Yeah. Uh, and like I said a minute ago, I was I didn't I discredit, I think. I just presumed. I'm not, I've not seen him play much this season. Um, probably since they beat us at the beginning of the season. But I just presumed, and probably a lot of people did today with the run we're on, that we'd rock up today and win four. One, but in the end, it could have ended up two each. Quite easily. I'm, not, I'm not saying that United, did, you know, aren't expected to beat them. But when you, you sometimes get teams, what you think are, um, are ready-made for United to play them, like Bournemouth, I thought, like they just like didn't. football inside. Yeah, yeah, and um, I just think Brighton are really awkward customers for us, and yeah. you can tell mm. by, you know, like you said, the height and the way they play, and I think um, their managers doing them doing a good job for them. Yeah, I don't think they're in any danger of going down a little bit, despite because their away form's not great. Um, I thought 2-0 up at half-time, the floodgates could have opened, but three points is three points. A uh, player you just mentioned there, Marcus Rashford, he genuinely is now turning that potential he had into... He's becoming a match winner, isn't he, for United at the minute? Yeah, and um, he's, he's done it. I know he did it against Spurs, but I, I don't I don't want to big him up too much. Um, I'm just enjoying how it's, how it's going now. I think, he's got the one. <laughs> I think he can get a bit thingy when fans start expecting it every week and you know talking about him in, as a world-class level. I'd, I'd say he's, he's, he's um, to become a, a bloke who scores 25 goals a season for United. I still think there's some um, room for improvement. He's, yeah. a, he's a one player who does get you off your seat, though, isn't it? Yeah, and again, a couple of months ago, I was unsure. Well, obviously, there was loads of rumour that, you know, even beginning of the season, that he was going to Spurs and he was got, he was leaving Old Trafford full stop. And, and I was a bit unsure about where his best position was. He, 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 I don't think he's a centre forward and I don't think he's a left winger, but he seems to be adapting to that similar role, I suppose, to what. You know Thierry Henry when he went to Arsenal, and the goal today came down that channel. And again, the finish. You know, I want to see it back on TV, but I'm pretty Incredible. sure it was I've seen, it, I've seen it back on TV. Yeah, yeah. the keeper. Was, I think. Yeah, it, it, the whole movement. In fact, he beat a man. He's yeah. going to drag back to get it under his feet. Killed it in, into, into the top corner. So, and that ended up being the match winner. So again, he's uh, he's doing it, and he's and he's running and running. You know, he, he doesn't stop running, does he? He must run minute more than any other player, I think, on that pitch. Blimey, you can't help having uh, one of the greatest finishers to ever play the game uh, coaching you. Oh yeah. <laughs> But he's been, he's he's got, he's showing faith in him now, and he's he's getting a run of games, and he's starting to pay I back. He's he been stuck on the left wing for so long, moving from left to right. Um, I remember him scoring two at Old Trafford against Liverpool, and then he turned up midweek against Sevilla, and he was on the right wing. So I just think, um, imagine somebody coming in and saying, "You're our striker." You know, you can't help but. But he, remind, he reminds me when he first, back, he reminds me when he first came into the team. He had that instinct about him, and I think he's. I think he's just started slowly to get that back a little bit. It just seems to, I think, it's to have a little bit more composure about yeah. now. He takes that extra bit of time, that extra step, just, doesn't just see and you just wonder, is, is, that, is yeah. that due to the manager? Yeah, yeah. maybe I, it is. Yeah, maybe I, it I is. don't think, um, I don't buy too much into that, because I just think if you're a striker and the ball's coming to you more, he's obviously in the box a lot more, he's obviously um, getting more chances. You're more likely to snatch at one if you get one a game like he probably yeah. was doing, and now he's getting four or five. There's more similarities. Someone just turn that microwave off. So, yeah. <laughs> so we have got a few studio shows there, but <laughs> um, one final point to come to uh, just before we come to the man of the match stuff. Arsenal uh, on Saturday, 
What have you made of Friday, the Friday. Uh, sorry Friday? <coughs> um, what have you made of the allocation issues that we've had this week? Because I, I think it fucking stinks. Joke. And mm. apparently, one of you guys, I think, told me coming down that United were giving the option to leave the seats empty, they were, yeah. but they've mm. sold them and donated whatever to some charity. Well, apparently, it's cost Arsenal <coughs> twenty grand to give so many X amount of tickets mm. to no, charity. I think it stinks. I'd have fucking I'd, I'd, I'd not sold any of our five thousand allocation, left it all empty. Fuck them. agree. Yeah, it's just. They've taken, they've gone to the FA and the FA bats them up on it as well. And yet, <coughs> I didn't didn't see any problem when they give Leeds nine thousand and Lincoln and teams like it, that. So, I thought, yeah. I, I thought the <coughs> FA, as all they asked of them was, was that mm. if they did side with them on safety issues, then they say to them, okay, well you need to leave. Yeah, them close it and um, I can't, I suppose we can't complain because we don't give the teams. Fifteen percent at Old Trafford, do we? No, 9, well, 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 we, it's we, not fifteen percent. Yeah, it should be about eleven thousand. Ours, ours is we get special dispensation because mm. of the segregation problems. Because yeah. yeah. so obviously getting yeah, 11, we're, we're but, Ars, but Arsenal don't have that issue. They can. They yeah, can. They've, they've proved, shown it. They've shown it against other sides by giving them nine thousand. So, so I think I think the only way like they could <clears> sort it out was is if the FA said, okay, well, if if there's safety issues, then you can't sell them because it hits the club mm. in the pocket then, and they wouldn't do it if they weren't legitimate safety issues. So. I just think um, I just can't understand the FA. Like <laughs> they've seen other teams there have the full yeah, two well, stands. Other teams just, aren't United, are they? I yeah, mean, Leeds, Leeds are. Yeah, I'd say they, Leeds are worse than us. They've given us quick maths. They've given us certainly less than ten percent. Uh, they've given us about nine percent. Yes, about eight percent. Yeah. So mm. where's mm. the justification? Nine thousand in, in a seventy-five class at Old Trafford is a little bit different. And well, I can't go because of it. So well, that's, well, that's, that's the other strange thing. Equally is 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 mind-boggling. Is where where these tickets gone? Well, I, I, I spoke to so many people today, and barely a person I know has got that's one. What I'm saying. No, so no, there's still five thousand. It's January. It's a Friday night. So it's a day off work. And where are these five thousand tickets gone? Yes, I think that's going to be quite an interesting one. And London uh, away ends can be notoriously touristy, so we'll see what happens with that one. Uh, I'll wrap up the pod um, today with uh, talking about your man of the match for today. Um, I thought it was a decent performance, but you might find it struggle to find anyone who really stood out. But anyone for you, Ant? Um, just Rashford's for his, sec- his goal, yeah, definitely. Yeah, the goal and, again, just the endless running, yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably say endless... It- like so, it was patchy throughout. It was that that second goal was the uh, was the main highlight. Like, give everybody it? else a six out of ten. Yeah, it, was, well, it was that sort of game, wasn't it? Yeah. I'm going to give I'm going to give Rashford the full house as well. I think he's he's the one player. Like I said, he's the match winner. He's, he gets you off your feet. Although I will give um, he's gone under the radar a little bit, but I think uh, Ander Herrera for yeah. me is a player who I think has benefited as much as anyone uh, under under Solskjaer. Do you agree with that? Yeah, definitely. He's, a, he's a, um, I never dis- I can't say I disliked him anyway, but. Um, he does a job, doesn't he? Tidy player. He was, all, he was, he was still an hard worker when Mourinho was in charge, so I just think, didn't have yeah, as much. I, I, I am a bit yeah. worried, in, you know, not worried, but I, I hope that in the summer United are looking at um, a deep a deep midfielder who can pass the ball forward a bit more than the That's two we've got. Exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, he, he's yeah. good at doing what he mm. does, but. Not, not you, you think, you, you think, you think yeah. it would be maybe, if you can't replace them both, though, it'd be a Matic upgrade before Herrera, though, surely? Yeah, and I just I just think that we're, we're too quick. Um, I think sometimes they're a bit they're a bit sloppy going forward with a with a passive, and um, I, I think we'd really I think some of our um, forward players would really benefit from. Um, I mean, I, one thing I actually thought today after about twenty minutes was is how good Scholes would be in this team because he's someone who pa- passed the ball quick forward quickly when we needed to counter attack, but he also knew when a counter attack weren't on and he kept the ball. So 
I just think at the moment it's all head up, pass it forward as quickly as possible. Well, and, um, mm. We can sometimes <clears throat> lose, uh, like Brighton had spells of possession today and I think that, that's the reason for it. But isn't this, uh, going backwards a little bit here, but isn't this why we've paid 60 million for thread? Supposedly, and that's that's the worry. There's a few worries for United. I think um, Fred is is definitely one of them. Um, he was absolutely <coughs> awful in that first half you against Red. Fucking Fred West in yeah. <laughs> in um, against Fred, Fred, Fredless chicken. Fred the Red. But I also worry about Sanchez, and um, I think with Sanchez is where he's getting the ball for United. We, when he comes on, we insist on playing him wide left, and he often gets the ball with back to goal on the halfway line. When I think his magic kicks in when. He's 30 yards further forward facing the right way. I think um, Sanchez is one of them you would like to still see given a little bit of a run yeah. under Solskjaer's style it, of football, yeah. wouldn't you? I think as well if Sanchez could get the ball where Lingard does. Yeah. But, so he'd do more. Can you see him? We more, can't rely on him to be, you know, help the defence in the same way. I'm studying now, mid January. I can't see Sanchez <laughs> playing six or seven games on the trot between now and May. That's the worry, injury or not. No. There's a hell of a lot of uh, wages to get off the wage bill as well if they yeah. could do, but then again, who's going to take them on? Right, we'll finish up with that. Uh, th- lads, thanks very much for joining us. Um, it's another win for United's uh, uh, unbeaten run. So it's seven, not just an unbeaten run, it's a winning run. Seven games in a row now. Uh, not the most memorable of fixtures, uh, not the most memorable of days, but three points is three points. Uh, we'll be back with somebody from Arsenal. I think Andy's doing the pod from Arsenal, so uh, we'll be back then. Uh, thanks to everyone who bought the mag today. Um, thanks. You can tell that the mood of the club's quite good because... Not one of us was told to stick a magazine anywhere. Yeah. Uh, certainly I wasn't anyway. No, so that's usually a good barometer of how the club are playing. But yeah, all good again. Um, we'll be back, hopefully, with something from Arsenal. Until then, thanks very much. Bye-bye. United, we stand and Red Army bet. We all follow United. Visit redarmybet.com or download the app for all the latest United specials and enhanced odds. The only bookmaker committed to sharing 50% of net profits with United fans.